0: This is the 77 WABC Minicast.
1: And joining us now for the very latest is Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer. He is a former DOD Intel operative, also president of the London Center for Policy Research and also Project Sentinel. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, this is really scary stuff. We now know that there are 14 dead Americans there in Israel 20 are missing, and the White House has confirmed that some of them are hostages. What do we do?
0: Well, you know, I broke some of this the other night on your show when I said they were way under counting, and they already knew. They knew this days ago, Rita, and they're just kind of trying to softly roll this out. Uh, This is the tragic truth. Right now, there are at least uh, 24 Americans missing or captive. Uh, I think that number is going to rise probably closer to 30 by the time it's all said and done. Part of what's going on is they're trying to figure out the best way to uh, potentially rescue these folks with the Israelis. That's part of why you've seen the delay in the ground uh, offensive by the Israelis. They're trying to figure out how to go about trying to mitigate and rescue, mitigate any death and, and rescue these folks in the process of planning their offensive operations. And I'm going on the record forecasting we're going to see the full Full force of the Israeli army moving in, probably Thursday or Friday this week, to go and start the offensive into of the Gaza Strip.
1: So you believe the ground invasion will begin then? We do know that they've called yes. up reservists. Tony Schaefer, anywhere from uh, they've called up three hundred um, thousand. Right. So you believe what is that going to look like? Because these images that we have heard today coming out of just those territories, um, and also especially the, the kibbutz in Israel. It is horrific of babies being beheaded. Uh, what is it going to look like if it turns out to urban warfare, which it sounds like we are maybe a day or two away?
0: We are. So right now they're going through a basically a, a, a mustering process, bringing in that many folks, that military folks, all at once takes some time. you got to retrain them. you got to get them back, uh, get their mind right, so to speak. So it's going to take a couple of days to do that, plus the issue of hostages is, is also being worked. But uh, mark my words, Rita, there's going to be no hesitation by, of using military force. Regarding that, we're talking about a, a an area of terrain the size of Manhattan and a Bronx. That is to say that's the size of, of the Gaza Strip with two million people. So it's going to be a very difficult uh, proposition for the military to move effectively through that. Plus, you have the added issue of refugees who are innocent who have been cut off because of the siege? Right now there's no power, there's no water. All these things are going on to uh, break the will of Hamas. It's going to be brutal. And we're talking about, if you remember what happened in Fallujah, when we had to go through there, this is going to be an order of magnitude probably more difficult than Fallujah because of the density of the population and the difficulty of terrain they're going to have to go through and, and, and uh, secure.
2: Tony, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. Let me ask hey, you this. Hey, Judge. It's good to talk to you again. but, yes. but It's awful under these circumstances. I think that we have the danger here of a two-front war, that Hezbollah is going to take the actions out of Lebanon. And it raises the question to me as as a layperson, Colonel, you have military forces, you have the aircraft carriers off, uh, off Israel that can hit Hezbollah. Does the United States take action if Hezbollah starts moving against the Israeli people?
0: The answer is I don't know, but we're moving actually a second carrier into the Red Sea. So there's going to be two two battle groups, two aircraft carrier-focused centric battle groups in the region. And the answer may well be, yes, we will have the technical capability, but this is the problem, Judge. Uh, Two words, Joe Biden. Uh, Joe did not come across today with any great deal of assurance. He looked weak. And arguably, that's why we've seen Hamas and others uh, encouraging Hamas, which I would be, believe is the IRGC of the Iranians, w- moving to do this. Right now, the Israelis have done some preemptive strikes, have not been well covered, regarding Hezbollah in the, in the border region just north. So I think the Israelis have sent a very strong message, although it's not been very public on our side, to re- basically remind Hezbollah there's going to be a great cost if they decide to take up arms and, and do anything on the north. So. I agree with your assessment. I think right now it comes down to uh, it's a a game of poker. And uh, the Iranians and their allies in the region are trying to figure out, can they do more without suffering consequences? And and if they think they can get away with it, get away with it without consequences, indeed, I think they will take the two front of us and do something.
2: Tony, there's another issue that always comes up when they have these battles. Israelis are the victims. The other side are the aggressors. And then when... The Israelis respond to try to protect their people. What they start talking about is you're being disproportionate. You're using too many numbers. We're losing too many people on our side. You have this demand. Uh, within days, within, maybe sometimes within hours. Proportionality, proportionality. What do you say about that? Tony?
1: Disproportionate. They were attacked. They were slaughtered. I, I mean, what are you supposed to yeah. do? Say, don't do anything. That's like saying, you know what that's saying, Judge? That's like saying that America's invaded after 9-11. Don't do anything to respond or don't do anything well, disproportionate. That's,
2: that's what some members of our Congress, these Democratic socialists, have been saying. It's absolutely outrageous. And by the way, the Democratic Party, once and for all, should repudiate these people. If these people are Democratic Socialists, they should not be in the Democratic Party. Run on a Democratic Socialist ticket so people know what you're getting. Don't say you're a Democrat because you don't speak for the vast majority of people who are Democrats.
1: Yeah, Tony, go ahead.
0: Well, that, that's the point. I mean, look, uh, I, I have been working hard to differentiate between the progressive Socialists in the Democrat Party and the Democrat Party. There is a difference, and yes, Judge, there's an opportunity here for the Democrat Party to get its name back because it's been badly soiled by Rashid Tlaib, uh, 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 Representative of Ocasio-Cortez, and a number of others. And yeah, look, babies were beheaded. Uh, look, uh, there, there was reporters going into the, the kibbutz today looking at this firsthand, and it's horrific. This was slaughter. This was this was a, a well-planned act of terror where the innocent were primarily targeted. And by the way, if if there's ever been an argument for having weapons available to civilians, this is it. And I don't want to go off on a Second Amendment tangent, but I'm just saying a handful of folks who are armed and equipped to to counter this, they could have done it. Otherwise, you are seeing uh, a necessary response. And by the way, Western media is already trying to play this down. Uh, I was listening to the BBC this morning driving in, and they were going at the the Israeli spokesman on this very issue already. So I'm just telling you that there's progressive left media. And progressive left members of the the Democrat Party are trying to downplay the severity of this attack, and it's shameful.
1: Yeah, I agree. It is disgusting. Uh, Well, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, thank you for joining us on this huge news day. We appreciate it, and uh, keep up the good fight. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony.
0: Thanks, Rita. Thanks, Judge.